Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. This is a CBC podcast. You want to record something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got things to say. Do you have a disease? <laughs> oh yeah, I do. Sometimes I sometimes I do feel like like sometimes we will get someone in who I feel like hasn't really listened to the show. And I'm always kind of like, oh, I hope they know what I they're hope they know what they're getting into here. <laughs> so it's nice to know that you've yeah. uh, you've listened. Uh Tracy, you're you're from Langley. Well, I live in Langley. I'm from Manitoba. I would like to. Oh, okay. That's All right. A proud Manitoban. Proud Manitoban. Is that what it is? Manitoban? Sure. Like, Manitobanot? Like I feel like you Manitoban? No. That, no. I mean, maybe if... Man- Manitobanitan? I think Manitoban. I think Manitobanitan is the... Manitobanitan. It might be a Manitoba, a Manitobanot if you get an astronaut yeah. from, from Manitoba. Manitoba. You know what? I have to say that I think Halifax's uh, name for the people from there is pretty cool. Haligonian? Haligonian. Sure, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, kind of silly. I was, it is kind of silly. And I was in Arkansas recently, and I said, when I was on the stage, stage I was like, so nice to be staying in front of a group of Arkansonians. I had no idea what the actual thing was, and, and I just started, and they all started laughing, and I started laughing. I was like, I don't know what to fucking call you guys. But I guess it's uh, Arkansans? No. That sounds like sounds like Parkinson. It's like, it's like you guys, all y'all are sick. <laughs> that sounds like a disease. I got, a bad, I got a bad case of Parkinson. So, with Haligonians, like, where the fuck does the G come from? Uh, that's why I think it's so great because it's like it is random. kind of confusing. It's like really, you're only, we're only using. <clears throat> it should be Halifaxonites, I think, is what that should be. Halifax Atonianites? Halifax is a strange word to begin with when you think about it. I mean, we're used to it because we're from there, but it's a stupid word. It should be Halifaxers. (laughs) Dude, I'm from Lower Sackville. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know what? I never thought that that was um, funny until I told somebody that once, and they were like, Lower Sackville? Yeah. And I was like, what? I don't get it. And they're like, Really? Balls. Balls, yeah. dude, yeah, balls. You're like balls. Satchel, like, oh. Satchel Town. <laughs> Satchel Town. <laughs> I never thought about it until then either. Wait, until really? this moment? No, 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 until you said that whatever time that was, like a year ago. Wow, that, what? That's so funny. Because well, I never, because when you come, when you grow up with it, when you know the name of it before you know why that name would be funny, then you never, then dude. You, you you don't make the connection. Sackville and Beaver Bank right next to each other. That they, that is. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've always got. I've never humor thought there. about that either. <laughs> I never. I've never thought of Beaver Bank like that until now. Tracy, have you ever heard of a town? There's a town in Austria called called Fuck. There's a place in Austria called Fuck. Wow. There's a place in our country called Dildo. There is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a whole bunch actually. Pornhub. We we talked about this on my other podcast. Pornhub. If you live in a town that has a, a filthy name, like like um, uh, fuck uh, or or dildo or there's one there's one called like Balls Creek somewhere. If you Orgyville. Live a, it, uh, no, that's not a thing. Orgyville. But if you live in a town like that, <clears throat> yeah, you got you. Pornhub would give you free Pornhub um, like premium, like they're like the paid Pornhub. Why? It was like a marketing thing where they were like, "Oh, you live in a you live in a, like a dirty sounding town." Uh, we're gonna hook you up for with free Pornhub premium for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you live in the city. Well, isn't that so funny? Pack your pack your bags, yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're moving to Dildo, Newfoundland. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that that's what we're talking about on today's episode, though. Is it? We are definitely not talking about fuck or dildo. Or Orgyville. Beaver Bank or Lower Sackville. <laughs> I, I literally have no idea what we're talking about today. This is my favorite do day. I. So when we do these trips, mm-hmm. Tracy, 
Um, <clears throat> usually one of us, either Brian or myself, will like do most of the planning for the trip yeah. and book all the guests. And it's my favorite. I don't do anything. Oh, that okay. I'm cool. uninvolved with the whole process. Taylor gets You're coffee. Just here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just get coffee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and when we do this, we generally don't tell the other people, crew, what's going on, who we're talking to. So these guys have no idea. I have a slight idea. And your story, the first paragraph of your application made me squirm. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. So why, let's, why don't we just like start right there okay. about the moment you, in quotations, waddled to the ER. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's start with this. Okay, so it was probably about five years ago, and it was just after I had gotten married. And I just started gaining weight. And I so I kept on getting bigger and bigger. And I was like, well, this is married life, I'm assuming. Like, <laughs> this is married you life. just gain weight because this whatever. Is you're married. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. You gain, weight, you gain weight in two times in your life. You're a uh, freshman 15. Yeah. And once you let yourself go, when you decide you're going to spend your life with yeah. someone for the rest of your life. It's like, who cares? Yeah. But then I kept on getting bigger and bigger. And then I was like, this can't be right. And then I was always really tired. And I was like, oh, man, like. I'm so tired. And I would go to doctors and they'd be like, oh, you're sad. Like the seasonal depression or whatever it's called. And they just thought I was depressed. And I was like, no, like I'm sleeping all the time. And I was like, my stomach is getting bigger. And finally one day. The sound of pregnant as fuck. Yeah. I assumed that someone along the way would be like, you're clearly pregnant, ma'am. Like that's what I thought. Which you should never assume. No, which you just, should never just putting assume. putting that out there. <laughs> Do not ever Wait, assume. Why? Yeah. Oh, it's like, it's just the best feeling. I get asked if I'm pregnant a lot. Because Jesus, no, you don't. I do. Who? God, who is doing this? Yeah. Oh, no, I can tell you. Who I have a story. I don't even know if we should tell it, but I, I was, I was there for that experience. Oh, you told me this, and it was, it was. And this person was not pregnant when I heard someone say that they were pregnant. And it was the most cringe, cringy moment of my entire life. Dude, probably. absolutely. I could imagine. It, I wanted to it's, scream and run. It's the worst. Weird. Well, enough sidetracking, I guess. I have a hernia that's like in my upper... Upper abdomen. Upper ab- abdomen. And a hernia is like a, it's like a, an opening in the yeah. in the tissue, like the inner wall. Yeah. So mine's pretty much split all the way down my abdomen. So it's like completely Whoa. torn apart. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, is this like current? Because of, current? Yeah. Because of the shit that we're going to get yeah. into? Okay. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So in a result, I had this hernia and um, when I was a little bit heavier, it just really, really stuck out, and it looked like I was pregnant yeah, all right. the time. Just because it had that little bump, so people would be right. like, oh. oh. little baby bump. Yeah, and I'm like, no. People would literally come up and grab your belly and just put their ear to you going, oh, can I hear him? <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> oh, my God, what a sweetheart. Well, I've even named him Henry because I was like, this is Henry, and this is. <clears throat> oh, well, you're not doing yourself any fucking favors when you name the thing <laughs> in your well, belly. No, but you got to name it. you got to take Also, why are, you, why are you just holding and caressing your belly like that? It makes <laughs> you so uncomfortable. It's just so little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. All, so only cute. pregnant women rub their belly so like that. Yeah. He's so cute. It Wait, was, it was weird. Henry the hernia. Henry, the, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's really funny. Anyway, so I get asked a lot. And they're like, sure, you're pregnant, and then I'm like, no, it's a hernia. Is that like, weird? Is that moment weird for you? It was at the beginning, but then you got so used to it. There was a point when I was just like. Maybe I should just say yes, like, and just be like, and then they'd be like, well, how far along are you? And you're like, yeah, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. the follow. Uh, the fo- like, you don't want to deal with the follow up no. questions. No, and I was like, no, just I'll stick with the hernia and make them feel a little bit Did awkward. anybody like totally melt when you said, no, I'm not pregnant? Uh, <laughs> I fucking hope. Yeah, you can tell in their faces. They're like, oh, like, sorry. But, it's like lesson learned, dude. Imagine. Yeah. But now I don't get it as much because I went through all this other stuff and I dropped a bunch of water weight because that's why I'm on water pills as I right. had mentioned. Okay, so what so what's, oh, anyway, what's so, up with you then? So then one day I was like seven months pregnant. Like this is what it looked like. Yeah, I was seven like months. You were about to oh. bust. To bust. And I like waddled myself into the emergency and I just sat down and get and this I, pregnant woman yeah, in the room. But I was like Stat. I am not pregnant. And they were like, oh that's that's not good. 
So they took me in to the hospital, and they really had no idea what was wrong with me. And they're like, we're just going to release fluid from your belly because... Oh, oh, okay, well, hold hold up for a second. You, I, I don't get how, like, all of a sudden it goes to, like, you looking like you're seven months pregnant. Like, how quickly did this come on? Like, were, were you concerned in the, well, in the meantime? Well, when, when people get pregnant... It's a slow, like when the ba- the baby grows slowly, it's a slow, gradual process. And after about seven months, the baby gets bigger and bigger. So it's like you don't really even notice how big you're getting until the baby's yeah. about to come out. No, but I was asking Tracy. Oh, right, because yeah, yeah, she's not cause, pregnant. Because I'm not. Oh, fuck, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It was a pretty quick onset. Like, I mean, again, I was gaining weight, but then all of a sudden it was just like within a week's time, I was like, whoa, this got big like you just, it just like distended mm-hmm. okay yeah so they were like hey we're gonna release fluid what does that mean they're gonna re- like how does that how do they do that they do like, they just like lance you and then yeah they push? like stick a hose kind of Ooh, oh my god <laughs> this is the part that made me squirm yeah they kind of stick a hose in your side and they just like flush it and it was just like into like a bowl. Was like, it? Did it just look like water? It was like lime greenish looking. Whoa! It was not. But like they got two liters out of me. So like it, I just was laying Whoa. there, and they were just like getting Dude, that's a lot fluid that's, out. That's of a me. lot of liquid coming out of a belly. Wait. wait. Di- okay. <laughs> I have so many questions. I know. Like, like when they do this, are they like? <laughs> are they like, oh, oh, you're not pregnant? Oh, you just must have a bunch of fluid in you. Let's drain you out. Or like, are they telling you what's going on they and why this is happening? Know. Like, they could tell that I had this fluid, but they were like, we don't know why you have this. Right. So they're like, we want to like give release the pressure from you because it was it was so painful because it was just. I- I'm imagining I'm imagining your belly is like a bit of like a waterbed. Yeah. You know, like it's just like oh. you're touching and just kind of like. Oh, God, oh, don't make that. Noise. Well, they do a test on you. Oh, it's so bad right in the headphones. They, oh. they, they check it quite a bit on me now still to see if I, oh. the, the fluid builds up. And it's like a weird tapping with their fingers on your bellies. So if it makes the ripple, then it means it's the fluid. If it doesn't, then I think that means it's just like fat. The ripple. Do you guys remember <laughs> the like Homer's belly? Like yeah. Slap yeah. the belly goes, but it like doesn't stop. You know, yeah. like it was almost this continuous yeah. wave. Like a water bath. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah, so that, that is a, a test that they do. Um, so, yeah, so they got rid of the fluid. They're like, we want to release pressure from you. They're like, we don't actually have a bed for you, though. And like, I lived right across the street from the hospital. They're like, can you just come back tomorrow and we'll do this again for you? So I did. And then that time they could kind of keep me in emergency. And then finally they found out that I had a blood clot that was going out of my liver. So my liver was blocked. Mm-hmm. So like stuff was going into the liver but not going out. Ooh. And that's what had the fluid build up. Your liver. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so, like, so was your liver just huge? No, it's not necessarily that your liver's huge. It's just there's nowhere for anything to leave outside of your liver. So it just all backs up into like your abdomen. Oh, oh, in that like empty space. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. So 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 what does that mean? Like when they figure that out, do they go, "Oh, you've got liver liquiditis" or like something? Or, well, like, they still didn't really know. They just oh. knew like, "Hey, this is blood clot." So they rushed me to VGH in Vancouver. Um and Because a blood clot can eventually uh give you a stroke, right? Yeah. 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 That's right, because that's, that's what Biff had in her kidney. You're right. right? She, she had a stroke in her kidney because she had a, a blood clot in her kidney. And if it goes to your, <laughs> and if it goes to your, is it, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the thing I'm thinking of? Where, An aneurysm? Where, yeah, where you get the, the air bubble that goes to your brain and then like if it pops then you're like, hey, you're it's dead. An you're oh. dead oh, it's oh, an yeah, idea? Oh, yeah, right. No, dead. it's not an idea. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't know what it's called, so we don't need to talk about it. Yeah. But a blood, you got your blood but clot. Yeah, blood clots aren't good, yeah. but... That's the and general you need, and you need to and it's, and a, a blood clotting is 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 that the the blood thickens right and it's, yeah. it just can't move and it can't move like yeah. it, like liquid through your veins so yeah. you need to take whatever to break up the clot yeah so thankfully there was um, a doctor on call that or that doctor that would take me at VGH because they actually called a couple of hospitals and they're like we don't have anyone right now that has any idea of what to do with this. Like we've never seen this before where someone has a blood clot out of their liver. And so finally this doctor was like, yeah, no, I'll take her, bring her down. So they rushed me off. And then they figured out that I had what's called Bud Chiari. 
and that's just the name. sweet new strain. Yeah, <laughs> bug kiari, like bug kiari. Yeah, bug kiari, as in the uh, the ancient taekwondo technique. <laughs> sure. I feel like it, it sounds to me. It sounds more like a like a a, a snowboarder. Bug, yeah. Yo, yeah. yo Bud Kiari's right, coming down the hill right now. Slope yeah. cell competition. Yeah, yeah. Big 1080 coming up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Bud Kiari. Totally. Bud Kiari. That, that's why they named that. <laughs> um, so that was, as I said in my application, I'm a double one in a millionaire. And I kind of felt like, remember the show House? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. That's what I felt like every day in that hospital. Because like, they would bring all of their students and be like, "Look at her. This oh. is very rare." And it, it because because of the uh, because of the, because the liver of, clot, yeah, because it's very yeah. it's just because of the rarity of the it. the rarity of it. And so then the hematologist <clears throat> team, same thing. They're like, "Hey, we have this girl. If this happened, let's all go and look at her." You know, and which was fine. Like people need to learn, but it was like that episode of House where they're like, "Oh, what does she have?" You're, yeah, you're the you're the experiment. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm, do you do you have any idea why it's so rare? Because I'm going because because to me I'm going like a clot seems like a pretty common thing, but the rarity is that it it's it happens where, where it happens. Yeah. So why why is it so crazy that it, that it occurs there? Is there is there a reason? I don't know the reason per se why that particular location. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like you hear a lot of people getting them in their legs. Like yep. that's a common thing. It's probably because um, like it's not a, like it's not like a artery vein yeah. heavy spot. I, I, would, I don't know. I yeah. would say that's a hundred percent it, and we don't need to dig any further. <laughs> no, yeah, me too. Yeah, that yeah. is the word. <laughs> um, so the, finally, they figured out. They end up doing a random test to be like, "Hey, well, let's check to see if it's this," and then that's where they found out I had. PNH is the short term for oh, it. Oh, whoa. Can you, uh, can you say the long term? Yes. Paroxymal nocturnal hemoglobinuria. Holy so fuck. You Paroxymal. can see very well at night. <laughs> <laughs> You're close with the night part? Uh, nocturnal. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so that's you, one word. You uh-huh. nailed that yeah. part. Okay, wait. Yeah. Let me try. Paroxymal nocturnal hemotriglobia. Close. Paroxymal. Paroxymal. Nocturnal. Nocturnal. Hemoglobinuria. Okay. Hemoglobinuria. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. Paroxysmal nocturnal. Oh, fuck. I was trying to. I was reading it. I couldn't even <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> then you weren't even trying. You were just doing something different. <laughs> Paroxysmal nocturnal hemoglobinuria. Well, I can actually break, I can break it down and probably figure it out. So paroxysmal it means uh, of the of the period. So that's a, a in an area in the in the perineum of the you know in the valve in the system. And then nocturnal means that it it's, it's usually happens around nighttime. And then hemoglobinuria is Having to do with the blood and the urinary system. You are actually pretty close. So it pretty much <coughs> translates to dark urine at night. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That right. doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I have. Yeah. That's it it sounds just... like what um, uh, Craig had. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, um, uh, like tar sands piss. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not everyone with P&H necessarily gets the telltale, like really dark pee. Um, I have only gotten it a couple times, and it, I mean, it's dark, for sure. Like, how dark? Like, Coca-Cola dark. Like, black? Hey, that's what, like that's what Craig black? said. And he didn't, he's undiagnosed. Uh, well, no, maybe Craig, Craig has that. No, Craig, Craig did, did get, get diagnosed. diagnosed. He did did yeah. he get diagnosed with PNH? I don't, I don't know. Dude, Crazy. we should fucking find out. Yeah. So, wait, okay, quick question. So, um, before you had <laughs> gone into the hospital the first time, when your yeah. uh, belly was, like, distended... Did you have dark pee before that? No. Okay, so it would this kind of happened sometime. This happened after? more so like when I was in the hospital and like if I get sick now, like if I get a cold or something, like I'm going through an infection, it will sometimes happen more. Mm-hmm. It happened when I was actually I went to Fernie a couple of years ago and like the, the elevation I think also for some reason affected it. Like yeah, it was just right. a weird random, like it just seemed darker mm-hmm. than normal. I don't know. But so I don't really get that part of it. Um, yeah, usually anymore. my med school friends say like correlation does not uh, mean yeah. causation. You know? Yeah, I'm sure if I came in and said like, "Oh, my pee is like coat color," they may have figured something out quicker. Yeah, right. And a lot of people with P and H don't get diagnosed very quickly because it's so like the main symptom is chron- like like just fatigue. Like you are so tired all 
the time. Man, I'm. I feel like we got a call. Craig, do you have? Like, are you like? You is there? Cold? Is there like crazy muscle soreness? And I get it sometimes. Like some days, yes. Some days, no. Um, it's mostly like you'll feel it in your abdomen. Is you'll feel pain. Yeah. You get back pain. Um, like, does it feel like a cold in your muscles? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we keep referring back to this past episode that yeah. we did with our with our friend Craig, who uh, for years went undiagnosed, but and and he did get diagnosed, but I forget what it is, but I feel like it might be PNH. That'd be very. It would be very interesting. But here's the thing: so PNH yeah. is really bad, right? Yeah. Like how bad? Well, <clears throat> it's it's pretty much it's a blood clotting disorder. So. I oh, clot no. more than others. So oh, you're fuck. just so you're just at risk of those yeah. blood clots. Like I, I have three blood clots in me right now, currently. Where Whoa. I have one in my IVC, which is the inferior vena cava. Yeah, yeah, let's yep. try. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. go for that. And then I have two in my lungs. Holy shit, oh. dude! So does they're this mean, small? They're very small. Does this mean they they could like work their way to your brain? Uh, yeah, they're more or so like, worried about like it would work my way to my heart. And then that's that's like cardiac arrest yeah. area. But like I mean, this happened about five months ago in April when this all started that they found these clots. But they haven't moved, they haven't grown, they haven't done anything. So they think that they're just gonna maybe be there for a while or the body should absorb them eventually. But I'm on like blood thinner. I was gonna ask, yeah. 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 So like there's things to prevent it and I've lost the medication. So can you drink? No one's told me no. Why wouldn't you be able to? Why would you ask that? Because if you're on blood thinners, I think it's risky to to consume alcohol. Yeah. Is it? Um, because I think, well, I think you get drunk really well. quickly too. Alcohol thins your blood, I believe. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah. So, but if you're all that, that's just all sounds great. Just like whack the booze <laughs> to you, whack the blood thinners to you. Just but I no think room the, for clots. I ever. think the danger is that you're taking a measured dose of that um, because yeah. you're trying to thin your blood to a certain degree. Yeah. I don't know. I would assume right. that you probably don't want to. Yeah, like I mean, do more of that if you're taking a certain no, dosage. I'm no. pretty sure you do. I, you do. That's, yeah. I, mean, I think I, think I would it's know. All good. Uh, we've been hosting this podcast now for three yeah. years. I'm, I think I know. Yeah, but again, no one's ever told me like. No, don't do that. But at the same time, it's like I'm aware that like, okay, I yeah. shouldn't go overboard yeah, go by over. any means. Also, guys, look, look, can we not say um, uh, no to drinking? Like we, this uh, is this this is probably brought to you by JP Weisers, maybe. So <laughs> I don't want to like step on the toes of our sponsors. I can right only now. drink Weisers. I'm just joking. I'm joking. So <laughs> I think we're sponsored by a weed company now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm fucking no. Uh, so, okay, so you're, like, you, do you take warfarin, or what's the... I'm on Delta Perrin, so it's a needle, so oh, I... Oh, oh, yeah. Like daily? Yep. Wait, a daily needle? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you administer yep. yourself? I do it myself. Oh, my God. It used to be twice a day, which was horrible, because it was once in the morning, once in the evening. Have you done it yet? Yeah. Today? I did. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I know. It's cool to see it. I have shown people, because I'm like, do you want to... Is it like a... stab a, myself? Oh, it's just like a prick in the leg. It's in the thigh or in the abdomen. Okay, so kind of like a diabetic. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. It just has to be like it's like under the skin, so it's not like a one to go into your. Yes, that is the correct word. See, I told you I've been hosting this show for years. Tell you take steroids. What the fuck's up? You know what? I I want to say I I don't don't know either. I I don't I I don't want this to come across as insensitive, but like I would really like to um, give somebody an epipen at some point in my life. Yeah. See, I don't think I could do that. Like, even though I give myself a needle every day, it's just the. Aggressiveness of an EpiPen. Yeah, I, I mean, really, I want to like, I want to Uma Thurman somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's not that aggressive. Like, you're not supposed to come down like you're trying to put their leg through the fucking floor. You just want to make sure you get that shit in there. It's right. Like, uh, it's like you just, just kind of give yourself a like, Charlie horse. I don't want to see somebody go through that, no. but I kind of think it would be cool to like have that experience. There is something kind of cool about like taking the thing and putting your mouth, popping the cap out, spitting the cap over to the side. Back up, back up! Getting everyone to you know clear the way, and then like just ripping their shirt open and stabbing it in their chest. But I don't think you're supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think but you're supposed to do that. It, I just I get it. Where <laughs> do you where do you stab? I feel them? Like it's supposed to be a, a thigh, thigh. The thigh. The thigh yeah. and and it, and you go right through the clothing too. It's mm-hmm. like get through. You gotta. That's why. That's why it's aggressive because you're supposed to. Yeah. It's like oh they got raw denim, untreated raw denim straight from Japan, dude. You better have a fucking arm on you to get through that. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're wearing like, they're just wearing to know about raw (laughs) denim. My God, I didn't know before. They're wearing Kevlar pants. Like you're just really (laughs) going to want to like put some pressure on there. So, okay. So you figure all this out. Yeah. um, And, and so like, where does that leave you? Are you like, how fucked up does this make you? Well, like, were you pretty normal up to this point in your life? Yeah. Normal. I mean, oh, yeah. you know. were, you one of, were you one of the normies? I would never know what that's like. Um, I, I was. I mean, when they look back at it now, um, it's kind of... Fuck you guys. <laughs> I just watched you guys high five yeah, on being normal. <laughs> you fucks. Well, this side <laughs> is Going not. strong. <laughs> you, you can't see it, but the two sickos are on one side of the table and you two are on the other. Uh, sorry. That totally My <laughs> legs are sore today. Yeah, oh. yeah whatever. Yeah, Fuck keep off. Keep going. <laughs> I don't remember where I, I don't, <laughs> I don't either. Uh, the, yeah, the were you normal? Just, he asked oh, you if you were, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I just like looking back, like they tried to ask me questions like, oh, were you always tired? And I'm like, well, I was a teenager and I played a lot of sports. So yeah, yeah I it was. But um, again, and it's not like I was born with it. It's a genetic mutation. So it just happens at some point. So it's not, and my parents didn't give it to me. Like it's just, it just mutated. But wouldn't a genetic, genetic mutation be something you're born with? No. Cause it, cause uh, really, cause CF is a, is a genetic mutation. But the, mut- it has some, at, at, it has to mutate at some point. I think if you, like, if you looked at PNH, I believe it says, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong cause I could be wrong, but it's I mean, one of the know. only like genetically acquired which means like it's not passed down from parents because of their genes it's just like you a just mutation it. you just get oh yeah it. it might it may develop on its own or in the context of uh other bone marrow disorders or something. Yeah, yeah like yeah, you've okay, got so. your you've got your genes and then yeah. at some point there's a mutation in your yeah. in your genetic right. code and then that's and now it's like hey now you've got it kind of really, like an isn't, x-men isn't that so fucking crazy that right just, you can be normal and then and then one day you're just like oh my genes just went Nah. Isn't it kind of crazy that the X-Men are sort of just like the reverse of being sick? It's just like instead of instead of <laughs> genes mutating and you getting sick, your genes mutate and you can you, you get can, super. You can yeah. be yeah. invisible. It's, it's, yeah, it's really cool how real that is too. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think anybody was <laughs> I don't think anyone's. <laughs> uh, you know what I find really fascinating though? You said you said earlier that uh, that they like basically resolved the problem initially. Mm-hmm. But then there was like all this conversation of like, well, what is it that that is actually causing you to to develop these clots? So then they actually like dig in deeper to figure that mm-hmm. out. I think that's that's really important because you know oftentimes healthcare is about solving the problem, and uh, I think that in order to solve the problem, you actually need to figure out what is causing it. Yes, and and so uh, I'm interested to know a little bit more about like that experience. Like, what types of things did they have to do to like figure out what was causing these clots? Honestly, like from the hematology team, they they pretty much well, I don't know if they said it out loud, but kind of said like, oh, okay, we thought we test for this rare thing because oh, sorry, PNH is the other like one in a million chance it's, that you it's have that fucking rare. Yeah, so which if it is Craig, which would explain why it was hard to diagnose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and again, yeah, lots of people don't get diagnosed for a long time. I was lucky in the sense that I actually got the blood clot because they got to diagnose it a lot quicker. Right. <clears throat> um, uh, if it, that's there's clearly some construction happening. Oh yeah, if, if the listeners can hear that, there's some construction yeah. around. Um, <clears throat> so it, it's it, that is kind of crazy that you have the two. Like the double one in a million. Yeah. Do you buy lottery tickets? I did for this like last one that the U.S. had uh, like the one point six billion. Yeah, they sold it in like, South, South Carolina or something. What? Yeah, it was a one point six billion dollar lottery. Yeah. And, yeah, and it was sold. Someone bought the ticket. Yeah. Saw it on the news. Wait, I, someone? If you mean someone won? Some, someone won. Someone won, but I don't think they they've come forward yet. I don't think so. Shit, you better you better lawyer up. You win that shit. Yeah. Or get it, your yeah. fucking shit. Together before you come out to the public, yeah, don't get your don't yeah. get your nephew to go buy the ticket for you either. Uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's so crazy. They hate so each crazy. other now. Yeah. And I fight my aunt. On so, this. so when you so the thing that the thing that I'm interested in, especially especially from the perspective of going, hey, I'm you know more or less like a healthy person, and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, you've got a clot in your liver. That's super rare. Oh, yeah. and the reason that you have the clot is because you have this other crazy rare condition. And now you're just going to develop blood clots and here's the medication. Mm-hmm. But, and I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, that them going, hey, you have blood clots and, you know, as long as we know that you have them, 
they're, I'm assuming they're like the doctors are like we can handle this and we can we can we can sort this out as long as we stay on top of it. But at the same time, blood clots <laughs> are there, there's always a risk of yeah. of you of you dying, like or, yeah. or, or or having a stroke, like yeah. That's not that I think of it daily by any means, but it's like you feel something and you're like, oh. What was your reaction okay. when they were like, you've got blood clots and you and you are just prone to developing blood clots, which are dangerous as fuck. I. I feel like I have a very good capability of not like I become unaware of what they tell me, but I just always just go in stride and be like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, sweet. Okay. I got through that surgery when they put the shunt in. It's like, okay, now I have this. And it's like, okay. And they didn't fully explain to me actually what PNH was. I, cause was, I was initially on warfarin at that time because mm-hmm. they said, we're going to put you on warfarin. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like, <clears throat> I have PNH, but I think I've just been diagnosed with being on warfarin because it was horrible. Like you have to go and do these blood tests like almost every other day, and I like Dude, that was what they kill yeah. rats with. Yeah, and I was just like, this sounds the worst. Whoa. Like warfarin is rat poison. Yeah. Oh shit! When you go to the store and buy <clears throat> rat poison, you're buying warfarin, and that's what they do. That that's what they give people to thin their blood. Yeah. yeah. So Whoa. so and then, that's how it kills rats. <clears throat> is it thins their blood to the point where they just go. And it just starts pouring out of every oh. orifice. Orifice, isn't that fucked? <laughs> That's how we fucking kill rats. It's crazy. Dude, that is fucked up. Sick Boy Podcast. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms. You mentioned that like, um, there's been some times recently where like symptoms have come on stronger, mm-hmm. like when you've gone up to altitude and stuff like that. So obviously like it still, um, shows up in your, in your life every now and again right now. I'm yeah. Assuming. Well, um, for the last like five years, I was actually pretty good. Like I took about three months off of work cause I had to get the surgery done. Um, and actually, once I got the surgery, I went home, and two weeks later, I had clotted again in the exact same area. So that shunt oh, that they put in, it clotted again. So they had to go and do that surgery again, fix it. That's where I ended up getting the hernia because, like, my muscles there were just so, like, destroyed. Because, mm-hmm. like, they cut me. Like, I have a huge scar all the way down my abdomen to the side. So, like, they really tore up that area okay. of my body. Yeah. So that's why I ended up getting the hernia because it was just so weak. Anyways. Um, but then I was like pretty good. Like I went back to work. I could only, I only worked part time because again, I was so tired still all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm on a medication called Solaris, uh, which, oh, so PNH, I guess I should say what PNH I guess kind of is and why it deals with blood clots. Yeah. Kind of. Um, my red blood cells die quicker than everyone else's. So, like, everyone's red blood cells die, Mm -hmm. but mine just goes super fast. So, our blood levels will be really, really low a lot of the time because we're just losing so much Is that why you're tired? Yeah. Right. So, And your red blood cells are the the guys that carry the oxygen around, right? Yeah. And so, like, my hemoglobin, which is, like, the content of oxygen or whatever through them, like, a normal person's is, like, 115 to about 135. Mine has been as low as fifty. So I was working on like half of that. Less than fifty percent. That's that's what I was actually. Which makes yeah. a lot of sense for being tired. Yeah. So right. uh, on that note, um, is there <laughs> things that your doctors have recommended that you like avoid doing? Like, is physical activity a good thing for you or a bad thing for you? It's tough. Like they say with um, P and H, like do like light exercise that's supposed to help you. Um, like, should you be doing CrossFit? No, well, no. Because well, Brian's about to give you the fucking rundown on how sick a wad the, is. The thing is... Because <laughs> we can do some AMRAPs right now. Yeah. The thing is, it's the hernia that's actually a problem for me because it's my abdomen. I can't do a lot of any like anything that involves my core. Right, which yeah. is like... Everything. everything. <laughs> Just pay, yeah. Jared, pay attention. Are you paying attention? Because there's lots of excuses here that you can use if you want to keep avoiding going to the gym. <laughs> like, I have P&H, I can't go. Too shit, too shit. 
touche. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the issue. Like I used to play volleyball a lot, but now I can't because that whole motion of bringing your body of getting right. an ace, Dude, back, everything. Yeah. Hence the reason it's called your core. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, the core right. of everything. So that's that's the issue. That it's yeah. so essential. Yeah, and central. Yeah, core. <laughs> so so then then uh, has there been any? Um, like, has there been an emotional impact that it's had on you? Like, uh, as far as like being con- like body conscious? Um, almost the opposite, actually. Like, now I think I have a much greater appreciation for my body because, like, I look back at when I was like young, whatever that Quote is, unquote, mm-hmm. yeah, 20 yeah, sure. or whatever. And, like, you know, you're so self conscious. It's like, oh, don't have the perfect body or whatever. Yeah. But now I just embrace it and like I'll show people my scars and be like, oh yeah, whatever, this is that. Like and I, I've so I'm so in tune with my body now because I have to be aware of like, okay, I can almost feel like my hemoglobin levels are dropping. Yeah. So then I know to take myself into an emergency, get yeah. a blood transfusion. Like and that happens a lot that I get blood transfusions because I just know wow. now my well, body. So like how often? Um I would every time I got like a cold or something like so like every time you get a cold you get a blood transfusion yeah what the fuck it just so like the process of your red blood cells dying is called hemolysis and so infections and things like that causes hemolysis hemolysis or whatever Mm -hmm. hemolysism yeah sure (laughs) to speed up yeah (laughs) so it goes it goes quicker so it just causes that rate to go higher so then your blood levels are just dropping 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 so so do you rely on people like canadian blood services to uh to like provide you with that blood is that what a blood transfusion is like donated blood that just goes okay shit dude you're one of the people that they're like million like canadians need blood and and like i could i would give blood if i could but yeah, you, you can't. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. you should just die. Yeah. Off. They're, like, they're like, this girl needs it super bad. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, we, got, we got some blood to give you, but it's like, uh, I don't know, it looks really dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. dead as fuck. Like, usually yeah. we have this healthy blood that's like around 115 to 150. This shit's like running at like 50. Yeah. yeah. Do you want that? Uh, so, so do, like, what does a blood transfusion look like? Like, is that a. Is that like a, a like? Oh, there goes my Wednesday. <clears throat> you know, like yeah, because you have to go into emergency, and so it's even though like I know how to like sit down and be like my hemoglobin I know is low, but I need you to check it. But I was like, then I just need a blood transfusion, and they'll a lot of the time be like, oh well, let's make sure and check, and it's like, no, I just I, I know just, how this works. I just need a blood transfusion, yeah. and then it's getting better now where they're like, okay. Let's well, give you the blood transfusion. Like how many how many blood f- transfusions are we talking in like the last five years? Ooh. Without being actually in a hospital, like because of a surgery or something like that, just outside of that, I would say probably like four. But then when I'm in hospital, like if I have to get a procedure done, then they always give me blood transfusion before like tons. Mm. Like I'll get at least two bags every time. Like I've had up to six bags. At, at what's, that's, what's your, that's way more than I've ever wait, had. What's your, uh, what's your blood type? I believe it's a dead, positive. Dead? Yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, just positively dead. <laughs> Non-existent. I think Brian's like wondering if he can harvest your organs from flat <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all really great. The liver, Brian's you, got can, a side hustle. you can take that. <laughs> working on. Um, so like, what, but what is the, like, how do they do it? Like, how, is it just like, Through okay, an IV. here's the bag. We're going to take, do they take blood out of you while nope. they put it in you? Nope. They literally just put fresh just shit put, in. Put blood in. Oh, so it's pretty simple. Like, it's a yeah. simple procedure. It's just you have to get an IV. And I'm used to, or as I was saying, I'm on a medication called Celeris. So every two weeks, I have a nurse come to my home, and she does an IV in my home. Oh, my God. So, dude. like, I'm used to IVs. That's not a problem. Um, this Celeris medication, though, which is probably interesting fact, it's half a million dollars a year. Ooh, wow. wow. I didn't know you were that baller. I mean, yeah. I saw you come in here with the Chanel purse and the, <laughs> the Gucci um, <laughs> eyeglasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I, those are Yeezys, but like first edition yeah, Yeezys. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes a lot of sense now. I was wondering what yeah. that was all no, about. No, I only go for the expensive stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just it, because it's such a rare disorder and this medicine like really treats PNH and another one called AHUS. That's their short form, I think. But it's only for two, like, rare diseases. So it's super expensive. So is this a thing that uh, you you are, as a Canadian, you are afforded the the um, the ability to have that given to you? Or, no. <clears throat> oh, 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 fuck. Well, <clears throat> yes and no. I was lucky, like, my work coverage at the time 
the, my insurance covers it. Covers the whole thing mm-hmm. at the time. Well, I'm still on that. Okay. Um, but within Canada, uh, which one's Alberta, I think, and Ontario for sure. And somewhere out east. out east, one of them, I forget, they cover it for Everybody. Those for everyone. Probably Nova Scotia. Nova Pro- Scotia is like pretty I'm gonna, baller. I want to say coverage. it's probably Nova Scotia. So let's let's just say hypothetically. Let's say I am <clears throat> um, I live in uh, Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. and I just like get P and H today, and mm-hmm. I need Solaris, and I am a podcaster with no life or health yeah. insurance. Yeah, am I fucked? Well, like like what, they can get it like. In BC, it's a case to case. Well, it's just case to case, I mm-hmm. guess. I think it really depends on how popular your podcast is. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, like how valuable. Well, let's are you? say yeah. I just got into podcasting and like I don't know what I'm doing, and yeah. no one really likes it. So they Whoa. can they can <laughs> fund it, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's usually like on a compassionate. They call it a compassionate rate, rate or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it means like we'll cover you, but sometimes it's only for like maybe six months at a time. Right. And to be like, let's just see if this helps. Like, we'll cover so, you, but we're also going to take your firstborn. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like that. Doesn't sound like uh, Martin Screlly's running that business, though. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think Martin Screlly has his hand has, has his hand in that pot. I think Martin yeah. Screlly's in jail. Uh, I think he's walking. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah that's crazy. <clears throat> and that is so, fucking crazy. Uh, I, so that's kind of an issue for Drugs, me now man. because it's like, yes, I have insurance coverage mm-hmm. and like I'm, I'm now on long-term disability from work, but I, I don't really have a choice in life to be like, oh yeah, I just want to switch my job. Like you're kind of, you're locked in. Yeah. It, and it, if I go off of it, like, cause if I went to the government and been like, Hey, well, can I get <clears throat> coverage through you guys? They're going to say, well, you're already covered. But so if I went off of that and then to get covered sometimes takes a long time right. and like I need it every two weeks. What if you don't get it? What happens? I would pro- there's such a higher chance of getting blood clots and then you could die. You're, yeah. That's Man, crazy. That's fucking, that is it's, crazy. It, you know what I never thought of? I never thought of the way that like the way that a person could be like tied to a job yeah. based on the insurance that yeah. they have with that job. And I really. love my job, so that's fantastic. What do you do? What's your... I'm a travel agent. Oh, sweet. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's fun. Yeah. I gotta... Eh, I'll talk to you after. I'm planning a Disney World trip. Mm-hmm. I'm our travel maybe, agent. Yeah. Maybe you can give me some tips. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but you're on long-term disability. What, mm-hmm. what, what, is, what does that mean? And like, what, why? Because um, you, look, you look fine. Yeah. I'm sure you get that all I get that time, all the time. Right? I just had this conversation <laughs> with someone yesterday mm-hmm. who also deals with an illness and we're like oh i hate that you yeah. don't look like a sick person and yeah yeah like what is that <laughs> <Okay>. what's that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys well i mean we don't look sick either oh i mean we're not but yeah. I mean, we all don't look we all don't yeah, look no, sick I, neither do i <laughs> yeah right. no, and don't. like we had said it's like it's not like one of our symptoms is like oh stop taking care of yourself and like walking around in your pajamas yeah like, you everywhere. should look worse yeah, <laughs> yeah like but, but so your long-term disability is that is that because of the treatments that you do or or the fatigue or well <clears throat> no it's because this last april well actually i, I went on in about november because my blood levels were getting so so low like i couldn't even do like a, a day at work and i was only working part-time and um and then they kind of gave me an option to kind of work from home just for a little bit just so i can cope mm-hmm. um but they my spleen got really enlarged from all of this so i was pretty much and like the spleen when it's that enlarged it's pretty much taking all your blood and everything and storing it in there so like my levels were just going down so i couldn't do anything so in april they did a procedure called a splenetic embolization oh god that just sounds not awesome yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> but I can attest to that. Yeah. It pretty much they cut off um the blood flow to I think it's like 40% of my spleen or it's vice versa. I forget if it's 60% to just cut that off and have that like killed die. off. Die. Die. Yeah. Whoa, how do they do that? So how they do you go cut in the like, they go in like flow. laparoscopically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then they pretty much like cauterize it, I believe. <laughs> oh my like god. Like inside. Yeah, so they kind of like clot it up. That's one time you actually guess one o'clock mm-hmm. yeah. and they cauterize it. So it just kills that section of the spleen off. Does it, does what happened? 
What happened to it? Does it just fall off and then? Well, you they say your body <laughs> gave birth to the spleen. Um, no, like your body's supposed to just absorb it. Like I saw right. a scan yeah, of it sure. the other day, and like my doctor was like, "Oh, here's the living part, and here's the dead part." Yeah, right. you're you're like, where does it go? And they just go, your body will take care yeah, of it. Yeah, don't worry just about sweat it. it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they did that, and they didn't. They just said like, "This is really going to hurt." Like they don't like well no one I guess likes getting any procedure done but because it's like you're having a dead organ in your body like your body yeah. doesn't know what to do because something's dying in there yeah um so I went home and it was like only like a two-night procedure like it was I was there two nights so I went home and then like after a couple of weeks I was like I know this is supposed to hurt still but I don't know if it's supposed to hurt this bad it was really gnarly yeah and so but then there was a moment where I just couldn't <clears throat> walk like I couldn't walk from like me to you, which I know no one can see how it's far about, away that is. Yeah, we're, we're probably about uh, two kilometers away from each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're doing this whole remote thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, you, you, like, I could almost reach out and touch you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would get up and I would have to sit down. Like, I couldn't breathe. I would try to shower and I would just, like, throw up in the shower because I was just Holy so, fuck. like, exhausted. Whoa. And that's when I was like, I don't think this is right anymore. So I got taken by ambulance to the hospital and then I ended up in ICU for two weeks because that's when they found I had those two blood clots or three, I guess, that I was talking about earlier. So in my IVC, in my lungs. And so and you the just, lungs. How long have you been living with those? Well, that was just in April of this year. So, oh, so that's really recent. So yeah, oh, so recent. between April, I was pretty much in and out of the hospital from April to the beginning of June. Um, so it was like three different stints of going into the hospital there. Uh, I was, I was and hence say, why I'm now on disability because I just... Right, which makes sense. I, yeah. I had a question that's kind of going to move a little bit away from this topic. Were you yeah, gonna yeah. No, no, it? go okay. for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I, I can't help but think um, about how it, how it would feel to go from being somebody who lives with basically, uh, as a, lives as a normie, like Taylor yeah. and I, <laughs> to all of a sudden having to, you know, deal with all of this shit and like you're you're sitting here talking like very cavalier about it yeah um has there been like an emotional um almost like journey through this yeah very much so i mean i think personally like i mean there's days obviously that i just melt down and cry because it's like oh this sucks like all my friends are out doing something fun and i don't have the energy to go do that like but I don't know. I've just kind of learned not to care about that. Like you, you just get a new normal, right? Like yeah. it's right. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of adjust to it. And I try not to think of all the bad things that could happen. Like this last stint was probably the closest where I was like, oh, that one was close. Like that could have been, I could have died on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when the doctor, I like I asked her, I was like, so how bad is this? She's like, are you asking me if you're going to die or not? And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. She's like, I can't really tell you. Like, oh, wow. she's like, yeah. I don't know. Because that's where they were worried the clot God, would damn. go to my heart or something, right? <coughs> so thankfully, obviously I'm here and I'm fine. But it's that. And like also... Because, like, when it all initially started, I had just gotten married. So it was like, yeah, right. welcome to your new wife. Yeah. Like, how, <laughs> like yeah. how did that, how did your husband take that? He's been amazing. Like, he's an amazing support system. But, I mean, I I probably have more harder time on it because then I feel like, oh, what if I'm a burden? You're the burden. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, I right. know he doesn't feel that way. Like, and he lets me know that. But I think I take it worse than maybe he does but i know that like he's not he doesn't obviously love seeing me in the hospital like that's hard for him um Mm. and sometimes like you know he just needs to step away and be like i just need to go do something normal that's not Mm -hmm. yeah you getting an infusion with your nurse like yeah he'll often like when my nurse comes he'll be like i'm just gonna take off because that's me and my nurse time and that's his Mm-hmm. His bro time. His bro time. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. going to the man cave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, and which I which I'm totally fine with because yeah, he sounds like a catch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just joking. Just totally joking. Um, <laughs> I love it. I, I was thinking. I was thinking a little bit about this lately because um, I actually just uh, signed up to uh, do a genetic test. Oh, and uh, and. I I heard about people being worried about getting the results back because like there's a possibility that you could find it if you have the gene for Alzheimer's or something yeah, like yeah. that, right? <clears throat> and uh, and I was thinking about it myself. Like, would I be upset if I found out that I was going to like 
probably develop Alzheimer's uh, at a later stage in my life. And I, I guess for me, because I'm, I'm 29 and that's so far away yeah. that it just wouldn't really, I don't, I don't think it would affect me because it's so far off in the future mm. and it's hard to like actually, it's hard to imagine that point in my life. Um, but I guess like, and, and I'm trying to relate that that kind of idea of that to to your situation where yeah. like you live with almost this like idea that uh, a bad blood blood clot could you know basically take your life, yeah. but like at the same point, there's no point in worrying about that and feeling miserable about it when it's not actually affecting you at that time, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And like if I worried about it every day, like that would be horrible Dude, suck, that yeah. would be horrible so it's just i try to be positive as much as i can be because there's nothing Ooh. you can do like until it happens is and, that like, something that's just natural for you yeah i've always been like pretty easygoing almost probably to a fault at some points not as much anymore i've definitely become like ever since five years ago i've definitely become like safety sally like my friends all make fun of me because i'm just very like Let's not do anything dangerous. Like, yeah. And so I don't know if that triggered something in me to be a little bit more... Do you mean like in terms of like like a dr- like dangerous as in, you know, uh, I don't know, like going out, like going out on a skidoo or like, or, or, or skiing? Or do you mean like dangerous as in like, uh, let's not, you know... Swallowing you know, swords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say something like, 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 like uh, being like a germaphobe kind of thing where it's like, let's not go in the sewer. <laughs> but I don't know why people go in suits. Yeah, I don't that's something you I commonly do. do. <laughs> um, oh, I just... Like, are you trying to protect yourself from getting sick? Or are you trying to protect no. yourself from, like, not having your head taken off from yeah. some sort of, like, activity? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, I think I just... I definitely developed some sort of anxiety when I got sick. Oh, Again, wow. just kind of being, like, oh, I'm a little bit more anxious about everything. And it's not... But it's over, like, weird things, like... Things I can't control. I think right. that's what I was kind of asking too, because yeah. because it's more immediate for you. You know, like yeah. if, if, when I think about the Alzheimer's thing, like that's so far away. Um, but for you, like a blood clot could be something that if you don't take care of yourself and like get sick, and then yeah. you know that that situation gets exacerbated by the the blood clotting, then that could be like a really mm. realistic yeah. risk, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, like yeah. No, sorry. Go don't ahead. think about it, though. Don't. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, we're fucking around now. Oh shit! Oh, is there is there like a is there a cure for this? Is there a way to cure PNH or uh, bone marrow transplant? Okay. Oh, well, is that like why don't you just do that? Because it's super like the risks of that going well because it's like a fifty percent chance like you. Of like living, yeah. Holy fuck! Why? Really? Because wow. of because of, of your think, body rejecting it? Yeah, I believe so. Like <clears throat> they oh, they have that. it. Yeah, like they say, like it can be cured, but they just said like the it's just too risky. Like and with the Soliris that I'm on, the medication, um, it pretty much like so my our red blood cells are missing a protein, and that's why they die faster. So this medicine kind of like tapes that protein onto the red blood cell. So they die at a slower rate. So that's kind of like the, that it does improve your quality of life. Like Mm -hmm. once you get on that, it's, it's a huge, huge. Like your energy levels are way better because your, because your blood isn't dying at the same rate. Exactly. And you noticed that like when you started it, were you like, holy shit. Yeah. I remember my very first infusion because like I was like, literally I thought I'm not going to make it until I get it. And I was just waiting the days. And when I got it that first day, like Angels singing yeah. from above. Yeah. Did yeah. You, could you see? Like, did it change the way you? you my wife one time ate a a, a a blue rare steak after being like years of vegetarian, mm. and she was like, she could see differently. Like, it like colors became more vibrant. Like in that moment, which I find super fascinating. Like, did you yeah. have any sort of like, whoa? Like I'm like you know like jacked up or like no it was just more like a sense of relief that now you uh, have this yeah. life-saving drug in you okay yeah because yeah. it it literally is life-saving mm-hmm. so it's more just yeah the relax i could relax and not have to worry about like am i gonna make it you yeah. know until i get this yeah it was like a uh, there yeah. we go yeah right yeah. should we check that i think it was i think it might have been was that your phone 
Oh, God, I know. It, it scared me for a second. It sounded like, like someone just, uh, like a woman screaming in the hallway. It did, I know. I was like, someone get, what's your fucking ringtone, dude? Is yeah. it someone getting stabbed to death? <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah oh. It's Halloween it's coming Halloween. up. You know? God, it's Halloween. God. It, it scared me. It gave me all... Um, you know, there's another tears. way, uh, there's another way other than bone marrow transplant to be healed. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Spell casting. Yeah. Dude, we got an email yesterday from us. He replied to you. I know. I, we're, you know what? Let's save it for a host episode, but uh, there's a there's a, a wizard who can spell cast uh, all your troubles away. Oh, he heals you perfect. through the we'll send you We'll send you his contact. He heals, oh, you through sweet, the, yeah. he heals you through the power of God, and he doesn't ask you for any money, and all you need to do is donate to his orphanage. Yeah. Huh. yeah certain items. He needs if items. If you like. If yeah. you want. Oh, okay. And also, he needs your identity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my address. So and, yeah. yes. and photos of you, too. Yeah. 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 I, just need your, I just need your first name, your last name, <laughs> a photo of you, um... A, a droplet of your blood yeah. and your sin number. <laughs> that's <laughs> and, it. And, and that's then I'll it. be cured. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, I, I, I'm wondering out of, so like, how, how are you now? Like, what's your, where are you at now? Like, what's, what's Tracy today? Uh, today feels probably better than I have in actually five years because the spleen, when they shrunk it, it made a huge difference. So my blood levels are almost kind of normal, mm-hmm. like normal for me, a little bit higher than normal, I guess. Um, so I just have more energy. And I don't know, you just kind of live day to day. Like my life is really like every two weeks I get my medication. I rest up like I love to sleep, which is great because you're always tired. Sleep is fun. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of living day to day. Like some days are still like really bad where you're just really, really tired. And mm-hmm. some days are like today I feel great. What would you say is the biggest thing that P and H and all of this together has has taken away from you? I think it's mostly that freedom to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have that freedom anymore to be like, like as we said, oh, I can't just change jobs or like, oh, I can't just go play volleyball. I can't just go do this. I have to think or even like just something mundane like, okay, so we're going to go meet our friends here and then we're going to go see some other friends at this time and other friends at this time where it's like, I can't last that whole day. And so it's like, I can't get just go. Like I won't survive that day because I'll be so tired. So just things where you have to think about your day. Um, But I don't like, it hasn't really taken away. Yeah, it sucks, but what are you going to do? Yeah. What would you say it's the biggest thing it's given you? I think, like, as I was saying before, just, like, a newfound respect for my body and what I'm capable of. Like, I didn't realize that I could actually be as strong as I am. Um, And it's really kind of cool. Like, I don't put it out there on social media a lot of, like, everything that's going on. But sometimes I do. Mm -hmm. And when people do, they're like, oh, you're really inspiring. Or, like, oh, you're, you're really brave. And you're like... Okay. I'm not, I'm not trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't trying to, but that's great. But if I can give that to you, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that's awesome. Um, I mean, that's obviously like why I like this show because it's like, oh, if you can relate to someone else, even if they don't have the same thing as you, you're like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. that sucks for you. This sucks for me. I don't know. I think it's just an appreciation of like finding out who I am and just being like, you know what? Life's not that bad. Yeah. We're going to get through this. So. That's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I, I, you know, we, <clears throat> we've heard that perspective before, but it's every time, it just, every time I hear it, I'm just like, yeah. 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 It, like, we are, it's so, it is so amazing to, to like be so in tune with yourself and yeah. to, to learn about what makes you who you are. And especially in the, in the, you know, in, in the way that we face challenging situations and, and to be like proud of that. To look back at that and go, yeah, that, yeah, I feel good about who I am. Like I always loved when I was in the hospital, <clears throat> like because I was always just like feeling fine in the hospital. Like even though I was in ICU, I was just still wide awake, but mm-hmm. I just had to lay still because I had all these blood clots and like don't move. But I just always had the ability to just be like, oh, I'm just gonna joke with the nurses, and like they loved me because it's like, oh, you're an easy patient. Even though I was very, very complicated, mm-hmm. they were just like, oh. 
you're a breath of fresh air from my day. And you're <laughs> yeah, like, like conversationally, like, yeah, is this, like you're just you're you're not a pain in the ass to yeah. deal with because you're because you've got a, the, you've got the outlook or the perspective that mm-hmm. you've got exactly. Which yeah. there, which there's a lot of people who don't. You know, yeah, yeah it's, and it's it's, oh, it's exhausting. It's which is why it's it's good. It's it's great to have somebody who is who who is in in your shoes with that perspective because, like. Like you said, when you when 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 Jer asked the question of what is it taken away from you, you were, you were kind of like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah, and it, that's a very rational way of thinking about it. And yeah. oftentimes, and and oftentimes when you're sick and life is really challenging, it's easy to be not rational mm-hmm. because life has been not that fair to yeah. you. And uh, it's yeah, yeah. It's, there's only really been one moment recently because they had done a MRI on my liver and the whoever looks at it, radiologist, whatever they're called. <laughs> um, I I had gotten a copy of the report and it pretty much said on there like, this looks like liver cancer. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I was just like, don't we just get like one, like, well, I already have two, but can I just have yeah. like yeah. one? Everyone just gets one disease. Like, that's all you get. And I was yeah. like, if I have liver cancer as well. And I was freaking out, freaking out. And that's the first time that I found myself being like, what am I going to do? Panic. Like, yeah. This will suck. Like, this means mm-hmm. the worst. Mm-hmm. It ended up not being it. Like, because Bud Chiari has the same symptoms on an MRI. Sure. That okay. liver right. cancer yeah. does. So it ended up being fine. But it's just that how the radiologist saw it. And he's never seen Bud Chiari before. So it's just like, oh, this looks like liver cancer. It's so funny right. that you went there, though, with like the, this is going to be the worst. This is going to be the worst. Because yeah. there's people who are listening to your experience yeah. with Bud Chiari and, and PH, and they're going, that is the fucking worst. That is the yeah. worst. Like, God, yeah. I hope I don't ever have to go through that. You know, like, yeah, uh, it's just could yeah. always be worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like, even in that situation, like my husband and I, we were just like, okay, well, if it is, we'll just we'll get through it. We'll get through that. Yeah. We'll just do yeah. the next thing that we have to do. Like, mm. you can't worry about it. But that was the first time that I felt like emotionally, like as you kept on talking about, like, oh no, I broke down. Like I yeah. was like, yeah. no, yeah. I don't need any. More, but also like it would have made a better sick boy episode. So, yeah, like, I know. You know yeah. There's that part, right? Yeah. So if you ever do get liver cancer, just hit us up. And yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll meet up. Again. The- I was meeting with my friend yesterday, <laughs> and like I was telling her this story because it's quite a long story about the whole liver cancer yeah. thing. Because yeah. all these things happen that I was like, oh, for sure, they're gonna tell me when I go in. And then she's like, please tell me this ends in a positive note. And I was like, <laughs> I've brought you to this cafe to tell yeah. you that. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, I'm like, no, 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 like it's fine. Yeah. She's like, oh. Thank goodness. You should have been like, well, I'm, you're just going to have to wait until you hear my episode. Yeah. And then walked away. <laughs> the, the, um, the other thing that you said about what, what this has given you, like when you're talking about people being able to relate, like I think that's a really powerful message because even for, I know we've talked about normies a couple of times on this, on this podcast, <laughs> but like, but like even for people who haven't been through illness, who have, yeah. who have other challenges in their lives, like it's so, it's so important to like be able to take that message away and 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 be able to um, learn how powerful the human mind is and how yeah. you can overcome mm-hmm. those challenges by just like being in a better mindset. Like you're not going to cure yourself um, from from a disease by being positive, but I think it certainly allows you to to live a more fulfilling. Um, life yeah. during during the time that you're facing those challenges yeah. yeah like i mean i always like tell like my family and my husband and stuff and it's like well i could be negative but that that's but not going to help why like that yeah. sounds like so yeah. much work yeah. when yeah. i'm on medication as in like morphine mm. like in the hospital i'm not a very nice person mm. um which my husband can tell you <laughs> i i've yelled definitely like just at craziness and been like wow i yeah. just go crazy but other than that I say pretty Positivity positive. is certainly easier said than done it, sometimes too, but yeah. but, That's true, absolutely. but well, I it, <clears throat> I think that there's a, this is like a I love these conversations. I love and I love the I love having the <clears throat> the ability to sit down and talk to someone with the the mindset that you have and I feel like it's these kinds of episodes that are like that really stand out in terms of someone walking away from this feeling something. Yeah. Feeling like they've taken something from it. Yeah. And uh, I thank you. Thank you for coming in and, and sharing. Oh, all it's that. been an honor. Sweet. It's been, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next week with another 
awesome episode, probably from Vancouver. And uh, in the meantime, <clears throat> if you want to support us, go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review and hit the subscribe button and tell 100 people in your life that you've done that, and they should too. And if you don't, you're looking at seven years bad luck. Yeah. Taylor? Well, after the bad luck, you can donate to Patreon if you want. Um, and I just want to clear something up. Dude, I know what you're going to do right now, I and have, I don't think you should do it. I have been... I realized when I said it before, I didn't really think about it too much, but I, I, I realized when I said the whole thing about like, you know, if you, if you donate to Patreon yeah. then you're kind of like above the line. Yeah, that's not okay. I know. I realized that. Oh, that's and that's good. not what I meant yeah, okay, by good. that really. I'm glad you came to that. I just, I just meant that there's a place in my heart for a certain group of people people hey man if they if they give us money hey whoa dude no i didn't mean <laughs> no i it was saying the same thing no 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 it's different it's not it's like instead of the line there's no line you're horrible i'm taking away the line the, uh, there's no line it's my heart you're in my heart this is worse than when your parents say i'm disappointed my, or outside of my heart all i mean is that you you could be in Holy or out shit. of my heart and and if you're if you're in you're probably this fucking off donating money and if you're not then you're probably www.patreon.com/sickboy you I, you're so disappointed to me come Taylor. into my heart get out of sounds, come into my heart sounds Fuck. like a hierarchy there <laughs> you've just established a hierarchy no no i was wrong with it, the hierarchy well, and the line so it's the heart come into my heart yeah well and and speaking of coming in things we we just came inside this uh, <laughs> recording studio to record this episode uh, at chorus oh, entertainment I'm glad you cleared that up <laughs> my god well, that was uh, why we just came, we came inside the recording studio to record here at Course Entertainment. Thanks to Larry Gifford, uh, our friend, who does a podcast called "When Life Gives You Parkinson's." Yeah, if thanks, you have not Larry. checked thanks that out, Larry, for letting us come in the the recording studio. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thank and uh, definitely listen to his podcast. Thanks to Donovan, the CPAP Morgan, for the uh, sound design on this episode. Uh, thanks for making it sound like I'm in a really busy law office right now. You can just hear people uh, typing away reports and analyzing things. I know it's weird. It doesn't really go with the theme of the show, but it's just it, that's where we are right now. So uh, thanks for making it sound like that. Um, and thanks to Take Part for the theme music. Take part in this.bandcamp.com if you want to hear some of their tunes. That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. I'm Tracy. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.